Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. Your music now. This is Beat. This is Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. Today I'm speaking with Steve Ryan of the band Windings. Their album Focus on the Past Five has been released today. And uh, we're late actually recording this. It's in the evening. Uh, it's a Friday evening. It's past eight o'clock. Steve should be you know, covered in gold and <laughs> drinking champagne or something. But instead, he's talking to the likes of me and uh, looking forward to the late, late show, probably. Steve, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm doing all those things. Don't worry. I am covered in gold, but I'm also looking forward to seeing the Ryan Tuberty as Anthony. It's really the peak of my week, you know. Uh, I'm doing I, good, Rob. It's really great to talk to you again. It is. It's nice to see you. It would be lovely to do this in person, but you look, touch wood, that'll be the next time. Hopefully, right. yeah. Steve, right, so the new album is out. We're going to talk about that in a few moments, uh, talk about some of the themes and the soundscapes that you have assembled on that. But before that, I want to ask you a kind of a, I'm going to say a bold question or, or, or I'm going to put it up to you just to kind of set the scene at, at the beginning. Windings. Is Windings a band or is it a vehicle for Stephen Ryan's musical adventures? Um, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Is that, is that a good answer? No, it's not because I asked you one or the other, and I don't know. Um, it was, it's and, and it was an unfa- it's an unfair question because I boxed you into two things that aren't necessarily true. So I don't know. No, it's, it's a really fair question, and, and it's it's like a, a question like that actually frames the kind of progression of windings over the years. Where in back in two thousand freaking five, we released the first ever windings album, which was definitely me. Uh, that was it. The second album was me, kinda. You know, there was a couple of people creeping in and we had Aaron on drums and we had um, Liam was joining in doing some guitar and stuff. By the time it got to the third album, which is I'm Not The Crow, we were like, a, we were a full-fledged band. Uh, I was still kind of writing the songs though uh, and the bands were, the band were doing, you know, the best they could to honour those songs. But from the previous album, Be Honest and Fear Not, to this album, Folks on the Past Five, I mean, this album is written by Windings and, and it's, it's the first time we've actually like printed that on a sleeve uh, and put everyone over that. This album is written and recorded by Windings. Uh, so, so your question is perfectly valid. Yeah, absolutely. It started off as Windings been a conduit for me because I didn't want to just use my own name. There was a time, Rob, you may remember, uh, back in the day, around that time, the early 2000s, where every singer-songwriter in the world was like uh, converging on places like Whedon's and stuff and uh, were like legendary in that particular scene. And uh, and they were doing what I was doing, which was playing guitar and singing songs. And I felt I just wanted to not be part of that. Not that I ever would be anyway. I realize now listening to my songs. But um, it was just, I just wanted to not have my own name. I wanted people to ask questions like that, actually, to see, <laughs> is this a band or not? What are you doing? Why you just, what's wrong with you? That kind of thing. Well, now, right, so it, I so the new album focused on the past five, which is out today, and I, I, I've heard the album, obviously, but I haven't seen a physical release, so I haven't read the credits, so I didn't see that, I don't know the way it is, but I know the way your some of your previous stuff was, and I just think it's interesting, um, and I also wonder if you're, if you're kind of hiding behind it, and I don't mean that in a kind of a negative way or, or, or anything like that, because there's tons of people who've done that and, and it's mm. absolutely fine. You know, there's it's 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 a way of perhaps separating the the person from the musical project. Yeah. And it's 100 percent what I did from the get go. And that's where the name Windies came from, simply because I didn't want to be called Stephen Ryan. I, 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 it was a way of separating myself from what I was saying, because like I had spent years in my other band, Give Man a Kick and uh and that was, you know, 
it was a different kind of band, but I shouted very loudly. Uh, and the reason there was a reason for all these things I started doing. So the reason for being called Windings was because I wanted to hide behind that. The reason I shouted so loudly in Windings was because I didn't really want people to hear what I was saying initially, because singing didn't come naturally to me. Uh, and and like writing lyrics that I knew people were going to listen to was a really frightening thought for me. But I knew there had to be a singer in the band and it wasn't going to be Keith. So it was me. Uh, so when I came to kind of writing quieter songs, I still wasn't that comfortable with people hearing what was going on in my brain because the songs I was writing were like, here's what I think. Uh, here's what's going on. I'm writing it for me, but I actually enjoy playing live. So other people are going to have to probably listen to this. So I'm definitely not telling them my name. So it's going to be windings and they can make up whoever they want to be thinking this song is about. That's fine with me. Uh, so it definitely was a defense mechanism. And, and like of recent times, like even this, particularly this album, and particularly like the title of the previous album, Be Honest and Fear Not, I've just tried to not not use that kind of facade anymore and just like be happy and satisfied with the lyrics I write. And, and like, because I spend a long time with them. And I'm, mm. I, I, I'm almost, you could say, proud of the lyrics I write uh, at this stage, I suppose. Uh, and I'm definitely satisfied with them. So I, I don't mind discussing them anymore, whereas I really used to. And, and you're, you're dead right, like that. Calling it windings was definitely kind of a facade um, to kind of a little wall, I suppose. You have to get me thinking deep there now, deeper than I thought. No, no, I'm intrigued in the way that you've kind of apologised for feeling proud of the lyrics that you've mm. written. Why is that? I don't know. Um, I, th- I think about it a lot. Uh, and during lockdown, there was like I had a lot of uh, a, a lot of kind of time to be thinking about those kind of things when because our album had been written and I was you know the lyrics were done and everything and uh, we, we just we got stopped in our tracks obviously as everybody did but it gave me time to think more about the lyrics I had written for the album that hadn't been recorded yet and I really thought a lot more about them and, and changed I ended up changing quite a few of them actually because uh, I had more time and I was like you know what that's that's not the most honest thing I've ever said and I don't even feel that way I just wrote that because it sounds grand with the other line before it but I'm not, and it was really, really helped me to go back in and kind of think about what I was actually saying. Uh, now, so I'm, so I'm saying I'm proud of that because I worked hard at them. I work hard at all lyrics and all music. Yeah. I don't know what it is exactly, but there. I, I spoke to someone else in an interview last week. Um, it, it was about like uh, I mentioned that you know the five of us in windings now we're we're kind of no we're a certain demographic. We're 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 older gentlemen at this stage, and we're we're used <laughs> to a certain way of doing things. And we all have full-time jobs and families that aren't necessarily linked to windings at all. Yeah. And um, when I said that, like the, the interviewer said, you know, it's, it's not usual you hear people saying that, you know, talking about their full-time jobs, jobs outside of the band. Um, so when I was kind of coming up, <laughs> this is mad to think of now, but when I was in uh, Give Man the Cake and starting off windings, that's something I would never disclose to anybody ever. So if I was doing an interview with someone, I would say, like, this is it. This is what I do. I'm a musician, I write songs, that's it. And I would never disclose all the kind of part-time jobs and, and stuff I had to do in order to kind of keep my career as a musician, you know, just afloat because uh, everything I did cost money. So there was this like weird dynamic throughout my life of like having to hide something in order to further, to get further in something else. Uh, and I think that kind of got into my lyrics as well at the same time because um it's just this strange dynamic that is like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm being too honest. They'll, they'll be like, why is he saying that? That's embarrassing. Uh, in the same way, I didn't want to tell people, you know, I'm a full-time musician, but I also have to work really hard at all these other jobs that have nothing to do with music and I hate them all. 
but if I don't do them, I won't be able to make music. And, yeah. and it's just this constant kind of friction. Uh, so, so yeah, I don't know why I say stuff like that. I, I don't really mean it. It's like, yeah, it, it's strange. It's strange. Well, no, because I mean, I, I'm going to say this to you now, and I mean this as, as a compliment, because it, even in the way that we've been talking so far, I'm kind of getting a sense that there might be a little bit of a kind of an imposter syndrome thing in the back of your mind. But you've released what? So this is five albums with Windings, and I think it was two with Give a Man a Kick. Am I correct about that? I could uh, be wrong. Three with Give a Man a Kick. Three, yeah. three with Give a Man a Kick. Okay, so yeah. I, I, okay, apologies. I, I missed. Oh one. no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, so you're that. talking about somebody who's released eight albums, yeah. And you, I mean, if you're still doing it, you must be doing something right. And do you give yourself credit for that? No, <laughs> no, uh, because. Um, I, I initially I, I I didn't know it at the time. Again, it's just with the benefit of, of hindsight that I realise I'm only doing this really for myself. Uh, it's quite a selfish thing actually, um, making music as long as I've been making music for myself, um, because you have to put a lot of things on hold in order to get it done. I'm really lucky that there's four other members of the band who are like, yeah, we can do this for a certain amount of time every now and again. Um, we can put whatever we have in our lives on hold to to focus on this band, to focus on these songs to get it together, to book recording, to bring out this album. Um, but it's not all pervasive in our lives as it once was when we were younger. Um, so in terms of like imposter syndrome or, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I, again, I just, we, we make music for ourselves. We're very lucky to have some people who, who look forward to like hearing mm. what we're doing. And I never, we never take that for granted at all. Uh, like at all. Uh, but, you know, I'm trying not to be too facetious here, but like if no, 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 and if, and I mean it's maybe an unfair question because I'll be honest with you, like I have a list of questions in front of me here that are about songs in the album, and I didn't intend going down this road with you so early. It's just that when you said that, I kind of thought, well, maybe there's a thread there that we could pull on. Um, I wonder, is it something like I d- I don't know, like so? Look, as you said, you're 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 of a certain age now, okay? So you're not 21, and you also have responsibilities that a 21 year old may not necessarily have so I, I don't know whether it's whether it's age whether it's maturity Matur- I suppose maturity and age aren't necessarily the same thing um, <laughs> whether whether it's finance I don't know but the, I, I'm intrigued by the way you said we make I make music for myself or for or the band makes music for ourselves so if if you do that and if you have made focus on the past five for yourselves and you're happy with it well then you've won do you know what I mean yeah but then it's like we haven't because there's, an, there's another one to make you know um, I, I'm glad that there's yeah. like uh, I'm glad that there's a is it the end of uh, this particular chapter there's been like five previous chapters and uh, this is the end of this one I mean like, like I have friends who are like really really into tattoos uh, and, and I am not as in I'm, I'm into looking at them I just don't get them but you know I ask, like, what's the story? Why do you keep, do you have enough, do you not have enough tattoos? What's going on? Like, no, because, you know, this one reminds you of this, or I got this when I was over there, or this is about this. Like, ah, okay, yeah. I get it. So stuff doesn't stop happening, so you don't stop getting tattoos. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So, like, stuff doesn't stop happening, so I don't stop writing songs. I mean, every song to me is an oral tattoo kind of a thing, I suppose. Mm. Uh, so I'm happy that we're finished this album. Definitely happy that we've released it. And now I'm I'm really happy, you know, to, to to sit a little while with it, and then start thinking of the next ones. 
so when I said that, I didn't mean in a kind of a way when I said you've won as in you're done, now you can move on and play golf. I don't mean that. <laughs> again, first off, I, you don't strike me as the kind of person who might play golf anyway. Maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, whatever you're into yourself, uh, I'm not. Uh, but what I mean by that is if you're happy with the result, like you've made a piece of art and you have made numerous pieces of art and I do call them that and I don't mean to be, and, and I'm not trying to be arsy when I say that. You have made pieces of art and what if you are satisfied artistically in your own personal creativity with what you've made well then you've won because maybe you're not necessarily chasing it for financial success that would be lovely and I'm sure you're not wouldn't be if somebody came along with a big bag of money and said hey Steve I'm from Netflix and I would love to use your song The Ground as the theme tune to Stranger Things Series 4 or whatever the hell it is, right? I don't know. You'd go, I, I'm sure you would say yes. You know, uh, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. Straight but, away. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But what I mean is if you're artistically filled personally, then you've won. Yeah. Well, look, I guess like windings are coming from a, a particular place of privilege because as I said, look, we all have, we all, we're lucky to have full-time jobs. And we are not relying on our output with windings uh, as our bread and butter, like mm. at all. And that is a place of privilege because I've watched friends of mine over the past 18 months just like have their uh, in- income and lifestyle like decimated. You know, they, they were afloat going, what the hell, you know, losing their mm. mind. And the, the strain on mental health was just like rid- ridiculous. Uh, and all the while I was like, you know, we in windings don't have that. We were just a little bit mildly upset that we couldn't record the album we had ready, but we knew it wasn't, you know, it was fine. It would get done some other stage. Um, so, I mean, I, in terms of having one, I just see it as the, another chapter. Like it, it's like, mm. it's not going to end until it ends. Uh, it, it's what I would like to think. Um, you know, uh, because if I feel like we're, we're not looking to, we're not looking to achieve anything other than, satisfaction that we have just made the next best album it's better than the one that came mm. before it and if it's not better it's certainly different and we're really really proud of the songs uh, and that we're not like we're not making this as i said for any anyone really other than ourselves that we have to be completely and utterly satisfied and happy with what we have done mm. in order for it to be released so we've definitely reached a stage where we're like that was it we did what we we wanted to do that is brilliant take a rest next thing yeah class this is Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor I'm speaking with Stephen Ryan from the band Windings their album Focus on the Past Five is released today Uh, Steve as I listen to the album uh, the things that kind of jump in songs like Breathe In and Portals and, and, and look all throughout the whole record to be honest with you a lot of jangly guitars, a lot of arpeggios that kind of almost repeat in a kind of a mantra-esque quality. Now, I would hear that and I would go, oh, that's IRS era REM or Teenage Fan Club or The Go-Betweens or look, insert any band you want there. How? No, I'm not complaining about that, by the way. I think as long as they're good ones, like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, but I mean, I'm not complaining about that. I mean, look, every time I hear music, I often, in my mind, I compare it to something else. I can't help it. I don't know why. I do do that that. when I'm writing songs the whole time. Uh, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, how do you feel when somebody like me comes along and says, hey, that song, Portals, a bit of a go betweens vibe off that? 
How do you feel about that? Uh, when people like you say that and you get it right like the way you have, I'm like, nice <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, right. I'm not a fan of go-between simply because I don't know uh, like hardly any of their stuff at all. Uh, but a lot of people who like who have turned me on to different bands love go-betweens. And I, they're just there in the in the pile accumulating. Like I yeah. need to need to listen to this band, but in turn, like those particular songs you mentioned, I was really really excited about them because they were actually written by Patrick from the band, and he sings both those songs. Right. Um, okay. So I was able to go. I can just concentrate on guitar and nothing else in these songs. So okay. So I was hearing like stuff like yeah, Teenage Fan Club, uh, yeah. The Cure, uh, stuff like that, and and you know that jangly kind of twelve string yes. particular era, and I was just like myself and Liam and Mike were were just all over it because we're particular fans of that kind of jangly guitar business so we just did the best we could to kind of fill those songs with that kind of stuff uh, because Patrick isn't into those bands he's into the cure a bit but he's not into the rest of those bands and I don't think he even I don't think he intended them to sound like that until we kind of got together as a band and he was like okay this is not what I expected but absolutely yeah we'll go with that um, so like they, they were those two particular songs were great fun to to kind of to finish and uh, to hear them recorded back and go, yes, okay, I'm glad they sound like that. That's class because I, I okay, and I'm not just saying this, be, uh, and I mean this, right? They're among my favorite songs of the album, and I don't mean that because you said, oh, Patrick wrote those. I, I just, there's something about them that spoke to me. <laughs> I, I, I just liked it. I don't know. I, I mean, another song that really, that really has kind of stuck with me, I would say. Uh, even though I'll, I'll be straight with you, I've heard the album maybe three or four times now at this stage. It's um, only fresh. Don't worry about right. it. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, it was very, very kindly. Your your PR people sent me on a copy in advance. So I was able to hear it before speaking with you today. Uh, but there's another song, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And it's a kind of, what, what I love about it is, first off, it's quite long. And I think it earns its length. You know, sometimes you have long songs and you're going, eh, you know, that didn't need to be that long. But I think this earns its length. And it's funny you talked about lyrics earlier because I think this song earns its length because it's a story or it's a story song. Yeah, it's a, it's a narrative, I suppose. Yeah. What is informing the lyrics of that song? I mean, that was one of the songs I spoke about earlier that like I, I had a good yeah. think about over lockdown and said, OK, I need to, to fix this song. I wasn't even sure of it. Like I'd played it live a couple of times at solo shows. It's just one of the songs I was unsure of. I wasn't sure if I could say that stuff in in my song uh, or in any song ever. It was a bit, it was more raw than I'd ever been uh, to this point, I suppose. And I was nervous about it. And I was nervous about who would hear that song uh, because uh, like everything in it is true. Uh, but but like from my perspective is true. It's what I remember yes. from from growing up where I lived in Limerick. But like not it kind of the, the earlier years of being a teenager where, you know, I mean, I think we all kind of look back and we were, oh, I remember being a teenager, but I remember being 18 maybe. I don't really think about being like 13, 14, 15 so much, uh, you know, and as you kind of grow older, those memories are kind of less. They're like one memory from like the age of seven to nine or something like that. Uh so I, I, I started thinking about that and, and stuff that I remember doing, stuff happening. And that was what's in the song. I mean, like you have these kind of hallows and days and everything is kind of, um, you know, rose tinted and stuff. But like some big stuff happened uh, where I lived around that time. Uh, and I wanted to process it a bit yeah. more than I ever had before. Because again, sitting around a lot during lockdown, I was just thinking about stuff, formative years, big things that happened 
And like a lot of it was actually a bit traumatic. I hadn't realized. So I put it in a song uh, for myself and I sang it. uh, And I I sang those thoughts. And then I was worried about how how that would sound. It would sound glib because it's in the song. And that that then is why the song is as long as that, because how do you like that verse at the end? I like I didn't know where to go from that. I didn't just want to Mm -hmm. stop the song. So it descends into kind of this ambient noise uh, thing. Well, but that's where I was just about to ask you that because of the way you're describing it there now. I didn't fully get that. Okay. Until we've spoken, but the way it gets, I have a thing down here, the way it gets kind of feedbacky and noisy, it's almost like it's disintegrating. Exactly. But it, but it, but it's also held together because it just, it stays going. And obviously the musical palette, the sonic palette and the lyrical palette are maybe trying to sync up perhaps. Yeah. Trying to be complimentary to each other. Yeah, at that point, that, that, you know, you, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. Thank uh, you very much. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and again, it is quite long. It is quite long, but um, I can't imagine it being any shorter than that. It's what six minutes, six and six minutes. Yeah. It's not that long. You know what I mean? You know, like, we, but we but at the same time, four with really long first songs anyway. So you know, people are used to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. Right. Here's another one then for you, Steve, right? So you're releasing Focus on the Past Five today, Windings, uh, the album's available, blah, 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 right? You're releasing an album at a time when everyone is releasing an album and everyone is releasing music. Are you worried about it getting lost? Yeah, we worry about that every time we release an album, though. Uh, I mean, like, just, like, I've, I've been talking to a couple of people about this, just, like, ironically, you know, like this has been a really fertile period for Irish music. Uh, everybody has been recording and releasing and the quality is pretty astounding, actually. I mean, like across the board, you know. It is, yeah, you're 100% I correct. can't keep up, quite frankly, and I'm a big fan of Irish music and I support Irish artists because why would I not? You know, it's, it's, it's what I want to listen to. And I can't keep up. And I'm buying stuff and I've, like, I've piles of like, of tapes and CDs all around the place like piled <laughs> up around here and and records and stuff and, and I'm only you know I have to stagger my listening of it but um, like we wanted to release this album last year I wasn't going to wait until next year and we all agreed we need to release this we want to release this um, we're going to stagger it out we're not doing a tour until next year you know um, it's released now we're going to play a couple of dates like just as supports before Christmas and stuff and then we will we will tour in earnest next year and we'll possibly release a final next year as well in conjunction with that so we're not in any rush. We're gonna we're gonna push the life of this album out for as long as we can, mm. as long as people keep listening to it. Please listen to it. <laughs> so I mean, the album is available now. It's on your Bandcamp. Um, I'm I'm going. I think it's on all the streaming sites as well. I haven't checked, but I'm assuming yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's everywhere today. So, uh, windings focus on the past vibe. I do recommend listening to it. I recommend listening loud or listening on headphones, uh, because it does have some interesting jumps in it going from very very quiet to very very loud and it's worth appreciating uh, but anyway that's uh, besides the point I like the way you talked about what other people are releasing you're obviously like you're obviously a music fan as well as a musician first and what, foremost yeah yeah, and actually you appeared on um, didn't I see you in the video for Denise Child is 061 yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, okay so let's just assume you're a Denise Child fan because if you're not I don't know what you're at but <laughs> the, what what has impressed you this year what, what what has kind of stood out for you this year saying oh actually I really like that, that that's good 
And don't give me a political answer and saying it's all good. I, it is all good, but it, it, give me it, give me some it's specifics. It's all good, but some has been particularly remarkable. Yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Dan Walsh from Cork. He's a drummer. He plays uh, under the name of Fixity, uh, and he's been kind of releasing, I think, three albums over the past eighteen months. Um, and I, I've each one of them is just like, been, I want to make this music. How does he do this? This is incredible. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of anything Narrow Lane put out. So anything with Merle on it or God knows or Denise. I mean, I, I want to know about it straight away. Uh, and they kind of link a little bit to what else is going on in Limerick. There, there was a, a kind of a group called PX Music. So they had rappers like Hazy Hayes, uh, Citrus Fresh. They had Gavin Da Vinci in there. They had Strange Boy. Um, as And loads, like loads. Uh, and those guys are pushing pushing the boundaries of what I, I kind of assumed hip-hop. I'm, I'm a hip-hop fan and I always have been, but they're pushing the boat out like and it's really I don't have to go too far from home to hear really like people pushing the boundaries of, of, of music and things like this um so I like that stuff I, I got I got Adele Mead she's this kind of singer-songwriter um but she's kind of a jazz background and she released this honestly a challenging album called Bridges and Patricia's um and I kind I kind of knew her a bit you know so I got the album to see where she was at and I kind of it was one of those I need to pull the car over, actually, because <laughs> I, I need okay. to listen to this. Uh, I need to concentrate on this a bit more. The album is like, it actually blows my mind, and it's not an easy listen. Like it's really challenging, which I really appreciate. I love that kind of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of some of the stuff I've been listening to. I guess uh, mo- most recently. There are a few tips there. Now I, I wasn't uh, familiar with Adele, and I, I could definitely go off and have a listen to that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Class, but it is it, like that's the one thing. I mean, I, I'm not trying to put a woe is me thing in it because. I have a great job. I get to listen to all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, the hard part for me with the radio show is deciding what not to play. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, you know, I can only uh, imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I can, uh, have to watch my wages every week, you know, yeah. doing all this stuff. Like, oh, God, I buy everything. I know. I just yeah. saw another tape there by Hey Rusty, uh, which I haven't <laughs> listened to yet. Like I have the band camp download. So I can listen to that the whole time and drive around. But I mean, yeah, I, I just have, I have piles of stuff and I'm delighted. This is a good complaint. I like being a music appreciator, you know. Uh, I, I'm intrigued in the way, like you've referenced tape a few times and I know like you have released stuff on tape as in cassette, physically cassette. Yeah. Uh, and you've mentioned vinyl. How, or what value do you put on physical music? I don't know. Probably, to be honest, not as much as I once did. Um, simply because the cost of it is prohibitive and actually quite exclusive. Um, like to buy a record now is about 30 quid uh, I mean forget that like that's that's nonsense that's absolute nonsense to stream it it's free I get why most people stream music mm-hmm. I mean I don't uh, I, I use Bandcamp a lot so I'll always try if I have any bit of money I will buy artist music directly uh, and that may not be buying a physical product I may just buy the download of the digital album it's still digital um, but I mean like stuff, stuff like tapes. Again, I'm waving tapes around here again. We we've released Focus on the past five on tape, uh, because it, it's a way of generating cash. Because we do hope to get vinyl. Because people are asking us, are we going to do vinyl? Uh, and we know that people will buy them. There were days, Rob, back in the day, <laughs> when we get CDs done. Um, you know, you get like a bunch of CDs were easy to get done. Uh, yeah. There was a time when everybody bought them, and then they just stopped. So like, I moved house recently about two years ago and my parents were delighted because now I have a shed and my shed is suddenly filled with old give a man a kick and winding <laughs> CDs <laughs> just boxes of CDs everywhere so I'm not as precious about the physical product as, as I once was 
Um, yeah. I do love artwork. So I do yeah. enjoy working with artists to kind of create something that for the kind of, you know, the cover is emblematic of whatever the music is within. So I, I do like something physical to kind of showcase the artists we've worked with uh, to, to make that. Um, but in terms of audio fidelity and stuff like that, I'm not as not as put upon as I, I used to be about that. Because sometimes I remember like growing up listening, like everything I listened to was on a, like a dubbed cassette. It was like, you know, and it already like three different things I've recorded and I just have to record it over it again. And I can still kind of faintly hear the album that was on previously on it in between songs, you know, I, like, and they, that was, they were the formative years of, of me listening to music. I did not yeah. care about audio fidelity. I don't know if I care about audio fidelity that much today either. Uh, yeah. I care about the sound of a mix. You know, I care about stuff like that, but you know, watching people listen to it on their Bluetooth speakers and through the speaker on their phone, I'm like, yeah, why do I bother? Yeah, if they're listening to it, they're listening to it and it should look That's it. Exactly. Harm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do the one. I know I remember I I have a vinyl collection. I won't say I have a great vinyl collection, but I have a decent collection. And it has built uh, it's grown significantly uh, over the last year and a half. Uh, definitely. I've spent a lot of money on vinyl. T shirts. Uh, probably too much. Um uh listen I did, yeah I mean I, there was a one stage where the postman was nearly kind of so what what is it today you know <laughs> I said, well guess what I just bought today you know there's this band from Dublin called the Spook of the 13th Lock and I got their album on vinyl anyway that's a oh, yeah, you know, a band actually well, oh, yeah. yeah you know but but there was yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff and then I I be straight with you I've bought a lot of stuff that I've loved already and I'm eyeing up this new uh, Radiohead Kid A amnesia thing going. Yeah, kid amnesia. Yeah, yeah, you know, I really should buy that. And I go, do you really? And actually, I, have I'm, both of them on CD. I'm trying but... to stray away from that because I, I spent a little <sighs> while doing that, which is like, I already had this CD potentially have it on tape. Geez, it'd be great now to have it on vinyl as well. <laughs> and I'm after I'm paying someone twenty eight euro for this. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> what What is this about? I know, but <laughs> sure. uh, but do you know what I was saying? Like, you don't play golf, and some people do. And if you were playing golf and you dropped. A few hundred quid on a single club, nobody would bat an eyelid. Yeah, but unfortunately, like you, uh, I, I do play guitars and <laughs> other instruments. <laughs> so I need to kind of choose one or the other at times. <laughs> Have you made any musical instrument purchases over lockdown? Yeah. What was interesting from that? A nose flute. I bought a nose flute. Ah, uh, come here now. Is that even a real instrument? That's a real instrument. Right. Yeah. So I don't what? Have it at hand, unfortunately. Do I? I would definitely give you a perp. No, I don't. I don't. What? I what? A nose flute. What a is a nose weeks flute? Figuring out how to make a sound come out of it. Okay. It's, is it? It's a flute that you stick up your nose. It's not entirely that. <laughs> like I don't know it's, what a nose flute is. I have no it's, idea. It's a very small little thing. That, it kind of looks like a very small inhaler for people who have asthma. That kind of thing. And you, you kind of you put it underneath your nose, and there's another part that rests on top of your lip. And it's it's like it's quite difficult. It's kind of a circular breathing thing. So you you, you through your nose, as you can imagine. But then you have to kind of move your palate and your tongue to kind of adjust the pitch. Um, I'm making it sound fascinating, but in reality, it's just me going into a plastic. <laughs> <thing. laughs> uh, might the nose flute appear on a future windings album? I, I honestly do think it might. Yes, I do because I'm getting good at it. I'm not. I'm not too proud to say that. Okay, might it appear at a future Windings gig then? No. No? No, no. Right, okay. I think it has to be on a recording before I'll be allowed to play it at a gig. Okay. <laughs> is, is that a rule that might be enforced by the band rather than uh, you? 
I'm not going to lie to you. I've kept this pretty private until this very moment. <laughs> okay, right. So, so uh, newsflash, uh, nose flute exclusive here yeah, on. I wish uh, I was joking. This is entirely true. I, I wish I had it right now so I could prove it to you. But I, I do play nose flute. Quite, it took me three weeks. Three weeks to get a sound out of it because uh, everybody on YouTube is like, so you bought a nose flute, right? Okay, you're going to figure out how to work it. But listen to what I can play, and nobody tells you how to actually play it. Uh, so it was, it was good. It was a good learning curve. Okay, but the, so you put the you put the effort in. It's there's there's a reward to that then. Yeah, I thought yeah. I'd achieve something. Yeah, okay. I, I awesome. hadn't because my family told me like you're being what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I go around and play my heart will go on the theme from Titanic. Like, amazing. <laughs> Br- uh, that's that. No, right. Look, that has to be like a secret track on the next Windings <laughs> album, where you know, like it, it, like if you maybe if you, if you do a CD, you know, one of the ones where you like have to. <laughs> Track one and then rewind back or something like that. Like, you know, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, or or yeah, if there's yeah. 12 minutes of silence after the last track. Track number 99 or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there'd be a no salute extravaganza from uh, Windings. You've heard it here first, folks. Um, <laughs> right. So, right. The album Focus on the Past Five by Windings. It's available now. You can find windings. You just search for windings. Bandcamp. You can't kind of go wrong. Yeah, really, it. it's it's all there. You mentioned a couple of gigs. What have you? Okay, like so, we're coming into Christmas now. So let's assume mm-hmm. that there isn't going to be. You know, you've mentioned a tour for next year. Have you got any details on that, or is is well, it still under lock and key? The nearest thing we're doing right now is on November twenty seventh. We're uh, opening for X One and Vicker Street. They're doing kind of a. A weekend or I think I think it might be sold out uh we, we were delighted to be asked to do that um just to kind of try out the new album uh, a couple of times you know uh, I'm going to do a solo show opening for Junior Brother here in Limerick as well I'm really excited about that because um because I love Junior Brother yeah um, and also Dan from Fixity Dan Walsh is like his drummer now as well so I get to kind of like see two of my favorite musicians in one night and, and play with them so that's great but in terms of uh gigs for this launch we're, we're definitely going to be playing in Limerick on February the 19th. Uh, that was like confirmed yesterday. So nobody knows that. But you do, Rob. You know it. And your listeners. So other than that, nothing yet. But stay tuned. There will be more. We can guarantee yeah. you. Well, keep an eye on Windings, social media stuff and all that kind of crap. Keep an eye on the web and you'll hear more about it. And the album Focus on the Past Five, it's available now. I do thoroughly recommend you listen to it uh, and listen to it in its entirety because it is an album. There are singles on it, but it is an album. Certainly, that's what I've gotten from it anyway. Um, Steve, thanks so much for talking to me today. I do appreciate it. I wish you all the best with the record. And uh, touch wood, we'll see you live at some stage in the not-too-distant future. Thanks, Rob. Thanks a million. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor on Beat 102-103.